the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. Twenty-fourth chapter, starting at verse forty-five, dear ones. Notice, if you will, what the word of the Lord declares. What it says: Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord has made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant say in his heart, My Lord delays his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looks not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing teeth. On today, dear ones, I would like for us to look at the final verses of the study that we have been in um, that has been having us look at these verses of Scripture that, is, that are found for us here in the book of Matthew, that 24th chapter. We started in verse 36, and we've been working our way through, and now we're going to finish it off by looking at verses 45 through 51. Um, and the topic that we have given to our study of these verses, dear ones, the topic has been this, proclamations, pronouncements, and precautions. Amen. Now, when we began our study of this text, we started off by looking at verses 36 through 39, where we see the Lord Jesus there making some proclamations uh, to the people of his day concerning the cultural conditions that will be present in society as a whole at the time of his second coming. So we started in verse 36 and we went to verse 39 and we began to look at what the Lord has to say to us concerning the cultural conditions that will be in society as a whole. So not, not everybody will be doing it, but as a whole, society will be embracing these certain things that we talked about. And so we talked about that, and all this will be taking place before the Lord's second coming. But then from there, we went to verses 40 through 44, where we saw the Lord beginning to make some pronouncements to them 
um, concerning what will take place at the time of the rapture of the saints of God out of the world that will happen prior to his second coming. So we spent time talking about the difference and the distinctions between the rapture of the saints of God out of the world that happens prior to the Lord's second coming and then talking about what the second coming of Jesus Christ really is and what that really means. And so we spent time talking about those differences, talking about those distinctions, talking about those similarities that they have with one another. Um, But on today, dear ones, I would like for us to look at verses 45 through 51, where we see the Lord giving to them some precautions. Now the Lord is getting to those precautions that he wants for us to be aware of concerning all of these things that we have that he has been talking about so that when that time does begin to happen, we will be prepared for it and will not be caught unprepared for that time. Now, dear ones, I want for us to read one more time what it says, starting at verse 45. It says, who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord has made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant when his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing. Verily, I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. Now, dear ones, we want to correlate uh, what we see the Lord saying to us here in this passage of Scripture. We want to correlate it with what the Lord says to us in the book of Luke. Because in the book of Luke, the Lord uses the same illustration. He uses the same analogy. He uses it at a different time, dealing with a different subject. But he uses the same analogy. But there, the Lord gives us some more information. He gives us a little bit more information concerning what he's really trying to communicate to the people of his day and by extension to us today. So let's all turn real quickly to Luke, the 12th chapter, and I'm going to start reading at verse 41. Luke, the 12th chapter, notice what the Lord says there. Starting at verse 41, it says, Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us or even to all? So Peter is asking the question, Lord, who are you talking to? You talking just to us specifically or are you talking to everybody? And the Lord said, who then is that faithful and wise steward whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find so doing of a truth. I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But and if that servant say in his heart, my Lord delays his coming and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens and to eat and drink and to be drunken. The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him and at an hour when he is not aware and will cut him asunder and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. Now, dear ones, as we look at those two passages of Scripture and we begin to correlate them and pull all this together, what the Lord is saying to us, there are several things that we want to take note of. The first thing is that the Lord clearly establishes for us here that the servant who is going to be blessed by his master upon his return is that servant when the master comes is found so doing. Amen. Text clearly lets us know that the servant that's going to be blessed by the master when he returns is that servant that is found so doing. Amen. 
Now the question could be asked, so doing what? You know, what, what, what's he so doing? So doing what? And the answer is, he is so doing the work that the master had assigned for him to do, whatever the type, the level, the degree, or the location of that work was. That's the servant that's going to be blessed. The servant that is actually doing the work that the master had assigned to him to do, him or her to do, whatever the location, whatever the type, whatever the level, whatever the degree of that work was. And so the picture that we, the Lord gives to us here is one where in eternity, the Lord is rewarding those individuals who are faithful and consistent in doing the work that he has called and assigned for them to do in this life. So the picture that the Lord gives to us here is one where he in, et in eternity is rewarding people for the work that he has called them to do, that he has given them to do, that he has assigned for them to do in this life. And there was, notice a couple things here. Notice a couple things. Notice that the rewards that are being given out to, to, to us in eternity, they're being given out to us in eternity, even though all the work that we do to acquire them is done in this life. Uh, the, the Lord is rewarding us and giving out his rewards to us in eternity. But he's saying your, the time of your labor, the time of your work to gain these rewards, to gain these things is all being done in this life. In other words, even though at times the work that the Lord, that we endeavor to do for the Lord, dear ones, even though at times that work can seem to be going unnoticed and unseen, it can seem as if it's being unappreciated and un, un, uh, it's being unappreciated and undervalued by everybody. Dear ones, we can rest assured that the Lord is seeing it and is taking notice of it and he will reward us for it in time to come. Seeing this, under, understanding this point alone, dear ones, helps us to begin to better understand what Paul said in the book of Galatians when he said, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for we shall reap, we shall receive a reward if we faint not. Amen. But there was notice also that the work that the person is doing is something that they have been so doing. Notice the text. Notice what Jesus says in the text. He says it twice. And both times he, he tells this parable. Both times he tells the story. He says, blessed is that servant that when his master comes shall find so doing. Not starting to do. Not considering doing. Not started but then stopped. Not, 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 not is, is, is contemplating the possibility of doing. The one that is going to be blessed by the master is the one that is found so doing. Amen. In other words, dear ones, we have the picture here of someone who is doing something that is being done on an ongoing, persistent, consistent, continuous, stable, and enduring basis. They're giving service and doing the work that the Lord has assigned for that person to do, and they're doing it, dear ones, through all of the ups, downs, highs, lows, ins, outs, struggles, hardships, changes, challenges, difficulties, joys, and pains that life brings to all of us. Lord have mercy. They're working, they're serving, they're doing what God has called and commanded and assigned for them to do. And they're doing it 
while they're going through all the changes that all of us go through. All the pains, all the hurts, all the hardships, all the challenges, all the changes, all the ups, all the downs, all the ins, all the outs that everybody goes through. They don't stop. It doesn't stop them from doing what the Lord has called them to do. Lord have mercy. And so life brings challenges to everybody. Life brings challenges to everybody. There was, but the person who realized that they have been assigned a work, a person that realized that they have been assigned a task by the master himself realizes that these issues, that these struggles, that these challenges that life can bring my way, I cannot allow them to stop me or hinder me or derail me from doing what the Lord has asked me to do. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able, after you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on the station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. Notice still further, notice still further that the phrase so doing gives to us the picture of someone who is actively involved in doing the work that they have been signed to do, that has been given to them. They are not wasting time and losing opportunity by doing such things as complaining about the work that they've been asked to do or by being upset over the location that they're doing the work in. There's somewhere better. I can, I can do this better somewhere else. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I, 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 can, I can do this. this. This wouldn't be half as hard as, as, as it is right now where I'm at. Lord have mercy. I can do it better, Lord. Just, just change my location. I could be a lot more effective for you. Just change my location, Lord. I'd be a lot more productive for you. Or, or complaining about the people that they're working with. Lord, I'd be a lot better at this if you just take that person away from me. I'd be a lot better. I, I'd serve you more faithfully, Lord. I'd, ooh, I'd just be a good servant. I'd be, so, I'd be so productive for you, Lord, if you would just remove that person away because they're hindering me. They're vexing me. They're blocking me. They're, move, they're, they're in my way, and I can't seem to function the way I need to. I just, I'll just move them. You're wasting time. You're wasting opportunity. God knows where he wants you to work. God knows who he wants you to work beside. God knows. Yes. 
Yes. You're wasting time and opportunity. The challenge for each and every one of us, dear ones, is because God knows where he wants you to work. God knows who he wants you to work with. God knows the location he wants you to work. And the challenge for each and every one of us, dear ones, is to accept that and begin to grow where you're planted. Grow where you're planted. If he's planted you here, grow here. And when the time comes for him to change it, he'll let you know. Amen. He'll let you know. I have, n- I have yet to see a plant uproot itself and move. I have yet to see a tree uproot itself or a rose bush uproot itself, move to a new location, and then plant itself. It involves somebody else taking it up and moving it to the location that they have determined and then replanting it again. Lord have mercy. But the last thing, then I'm moving on. There was notice that part of the rewards that the Lord clearly lays out for us in the text, part of the rewards that this person is going to receive will include the master making him ruler over all his goods. Notice the text. It said, verse 47, Verily I say unto you that he, shall, the, he the master, shall make him, the servant, ruler over all his goods. In other words, dear ones, part of the reward that the Lord will be giving to us for the faithful service that we give to him in this life will include promotions in the level of authority and responsibility that he gives for us to do in his eternal kingdom. Part of the reward that the Lord is giving to us in eternity will be promotions in the level of responsibility and, and work that he is calling for us to do in his eternal kingdom. Amen. And so, dear ones, included in all that we are told in the word of God that we are going to, going to receive in glory. And the word of God tells us that we're going to receive some things in glory. It tells us we're going to receive a mansion. It tells us we're going to have new streets to walk down. It tells us we're going to have new clothes to wear. It lets us know that we're going to receive new bodies. Yeah. New, new, new functioning bodies, per, per, bodies without any corruption, incorruptible bodies, perfect bodies. All, of all the things that the word of God tells us that we're going to receive, dear ones, it also lets us know we're going to receive new job assignments. Amen. We're going to be given new jobs, new positions that we're going to occupy and, and do in the Lord's eternal kingdom. And dear ones, the type and level and degree of work and responsibility that we're given in eternity is determined by the type, level, and degree of faithfulness that we display to the work that God has given us to do in this life. The type, level, and degree of work that you do for the Lord in eternity is determined by the level of faithfulness that you show to the work that God has given you to do in this life. In other words, dear ones, in other words, this is your job interview. This is your job interview for eternity. This is determining what type of work you do, where you work, the level, the degree of work you get in eternity. See, we don't, look at, we don't look at heaven like that. We, we don't look at it. We look at heaven like someplace we're just going to get the mansion and the house and the, and the, the clothes and this crown. We're going to get all that stuff. No, no, no. You're going to have a job. 
And this, this, what God, whatever God has called you to do, this is your job interview. For me, this is my job interview. I'm interviewing right now for the position and the responsibilities that God's going to give me in eternity. And so, and so, dear ones, what this helps us to better see and better understand, what will help us to better see and better understand this point is what we're told in the book of Luke. So hold your finger here in Matthew, but let's all look at Luke, the 19th chapter, because I, I want for us to see something there. Luke, the 19th chapter, because the Lord tells a parable there, a story there, and it better helps us to understand this point that I'm trying to communicate. Luke, the 19th chapter, I'm going to start reading at verse 11. Notice what he says. The Lord says, And as they heard these things, he added, Jesus added and spake a parable because he was near to Jerusalem and, and because they thought that the kingdom of God should immediately appear. So they're getting close to Jerusalem. The time of the Lord's crucifixion is soon approaching. The disciples were thinking, well, we're getting close to Jerusalem. The sky should be cracking any time now and the kingdom of God should be appearing to us. Notice what the Lord says. He said, therefore, verse 12, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Use what I'm giving you and get busy doing work until I return. Amen. Lord have mercy. Notice what the scripture goes on to say. Verse 14, but his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him to whom he had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first saying, Lord, your pound has gained 10 pounds. In other words, you gave me one pound and I multiplied it tenfold. Notice what the Lord says. And he said unto him, well, thou good servant, because you have been faithful in a very little, you have thou authority over 10 cities. That's what the text says. Have thou authority over 10 cities, 10, 10 cities complete cities verse 18 and the second came saying Lord your pound has gained five pounds so I didn't get as much as the first person I didn't multiply it tenfold I just multiplied it fivefold notice what the Lord says and he said likewise to him be thou also over five cities so I'm giving you five cities to be in charge of and another came saying Lord behold here is your pound which I have kept laid up in a napkin for I feared you because you are an austere, or that word austere means hard or harsh, a harsh man. You take up that you laid not down and reap that you did not sow. And he said unto him, out of your own mouth, I will judge you, you wicked servant. You knew that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank? that at my coming I might have required mine own with usury. In other words, the Lord is saying, I gave you this, and you could have at least put it in the bank. I would have gotten at least the minimum of interest on my investment in you. But you did nothing with my investment in you. You took my investment and did absolutely nothing with it. Notice what he says. Verse 24, and he said unto them that stood by, 
Take from him the pound and give it to him that has 10 pounds. Take what I gave to that person and give it to the one that is going to use it the most and be the most effective with what I have given. And notice what the text goes on to say. Notice what it says in the next verse, verse 25. And they said unto him, Lord, he has 10 pounds. In other words, Lord, he already got a lot. He already got a whole bunch. You're going to give him more? Verse 26, for I say unto you that unto everyone which has shall be given. And from him that has not, even that that he has shall be taken away from him. The Lord says that. To everyone that has, more shall be given. And from him that has not, even what I gave to them, because they did not use it in any way whatsoever, even what I gave to them, I'm going to take back. Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.